This is the Self-Help Place podcast, the show that provides real self-help for everyone. Created and hosted by Dan Dyson. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Self-Help Place official podcast. And today, in episode two, I'm going to be talking about the coronavirus, and it's okay to be scared. Might sound a bit obvious, that, um, because it's a global pandemic, and it is scary, but um, I'll explain throughout this podcast what I mean by that. So, of course, it's perfectly understandable to worry about what's going on. You know, we don't know, well, here in the UK, at least, there's a a lockdown, and we don't know how long that's going to be for. There was words of uh, maybe three weeks, but uh, in all honesty, I think everyone knows it's going to be much longer than that, maybe even till summer. Um, the death toll, very sadly, is rising um, in all countries. I've heard recently Spain had, even in the last 24 hours, had 800 more deaths, which is just unbelievably tragic. But um, So yeah, we're still yet to reach the peak. I follow, um, you'll see in um, the post I've made about my topic today uh, on the on the website, Um one of the resources I list in there is a gentleman called Dr. John Campbell, who's a retired nurse and nurse teacher, and uh, he does daily updates. I think he won a YouTube award for it recently, um, as most subscribers, because everyone's subscribed to his channel, because every day he just does a, you know, there's, there's no fluff, there's just a fa- facts and figures um, update on what's going on with the coronavirus, and he goes country by country, and just goes through um, and you, like the death rates, what's going to happen, um, you know, the peak of when this is going to start flattening out and like going down in the good way. So yeah, um, we still got a bit to go and the worst is still yet to come. So of course, naturally, we are all scared about everything, you know, and also, you know, let alone just in our daily lives, like supermarket shelves being emptied. Um, I mean, that was even, that was before, that was last week, which feels like a year ago because every day something's happening now now it's just even going to the supermarket you know with all the police outside especially in the UK on lockdown they're asking where you're going and things like that um hospitals running out of resources you see some horrible footage in well back a few days back in Italy there was that horrible footage of people in that intensive care unit and the doctors just can't do it anymore they're just so they're so stressed out but they have no they have no choice they just got to keep going. So hats off to them, of course. We did a um, an 8 p.m. clapping assembly outside. Everyone in the UK did um, clapped outside their house at 8 o'clock. I think it was last night um, for the NHS staff because, you know, all the hard work they do and just they've just been incredible and makes us all in the UK very grateful for our NHS. So, again, more on to the topic. So um, there's a lot of anxiety about this and... The issue is really is not necessarily being scared because that's completely understandable and there's nothing you can really do about that. This is something we haven't faced for about over 100 years uh, since the Spanish flu pandemic in the 1900s, uh, sorry, 1915 or whatever it was. Well, I've got to get my facts and figures out. I haven't got that ready, but um, it was around then. Um, But still, um, all joking aside, it was was devastating and it wiped out a lot of people. but the, thankfully, we have modern technology and more medicines to deal with this kind of thing now. Um, but still, it's not good because people are still dying and we're still scared of that. But the key is a lot of us are at home. You know, there's some of us that are um, the essential workers, we call them, and they're the people working uh, in hospitals, uh, stocking shelves and supermarkets, delivery drivers, looking after the vulnerable. Um, they're still out there. And of course, there's all this anxiety. So 
really what I wanted to talk about today is how we can minimize uh, the amount of stress we have on all of us at the minute, you know. Uh, and each and every one of us has a different circumstance at the moment, you know. Some some of us have kids that we have to now educate and look after full time, you know, there's an extra stress on there. Um, you know, there's, there's uh, new businesses which might now have to not go ahead and businesses that might have to shut down now because of this and... I mean, the government in the UK especially are doing grants for people. I think in America they're doing, um, they're still trying to sort that out because the the unemployment claims rate is absolutely skyrocketed, sadly. So it's all just a bit, a bit of a hassle. Okay, so more to the point. So um, what I wanted to talk about really is, so as I mentioned, how to minimise our stress. And I wanted to make point one, which was to find reliable sources of news, stick with them and limit how much we read. The very the very first part of that finding reliable res- uh, sources of news that's very important because I remember when this first started getting very bad um, there were just news articles posted well quote unquote news articles anyway posted all over Facebook just about just dis- displaying opinion as fact basically you know there was no credible credible source whatsoever and even the link looked dodgy just to kind of scare people and cause unnecessary panic because of course people click the link and of course they get more readers and more views and more traffic and therefore more money so it it was sad to see that but of course that's causing people more panic and because it plays on our um plays on our fears but also our speculations you know we don't know exactly where this is going to go how soon things are going to be and if people could just i could say to you right now um, so um, there's rumours in government officials that this could lockdown could be a whole year, and I could just put that into a very convincing BBC News-looking thing and put it on Facebook, and people will believe it. You know, it's just sadly the uh, we're in the age of misinformation. So I think the first step is to find some good resources. As I mentioned earlier, the Dr. John Campbell has a YouTube channel. Um, I've subscribed to that channel and I watch his daily videos, and it is just useful um, to get that those daily updates. Uh, also, the World Health Organization's official page on the uh, COVID-19 pandemic, which is, of course, what strain of coronavirus this is, um, that's just up-to-date information on there as well. Uh, BBC News, I do actually um, enjoy reading. Um, it's just a lot of... It, it's it's more of a mainstream news, of course. You know, it's one of the major um, news distributors in the world, but uh, I do find a lot of their stuff is quite reliable. Uh, also, um, I, I, on the post I make about what I'm talking about today, I do list some other resources to check out as well on that one. So uh, that's around the source of news. Um, sticking with them as well, like it's again, try and avoid social media articles. Some are genuine, but you just don't know, and unless you unless you can spot it quite well, um, it's best just to avoid reading those. Um, also limiting how much you read as well I mean we could all sit in front of the TV all day we've got the time most of us now we're you know self-isolating we can just watch this uh, we can just watch the news all day and um, as much as we'll get information it's also going to scare the heck out of us because all our minds are going to be filled with all day is just the world situation and it's just going to make us we're just going to just yeah we just <laughs> it's just not good basically so um, what I like to do what I try and do in myself is that I try and limit so I might get an update in the morning so when I wake up I um, I watch what's on the news just briefly to see what the main updates are leave it at that and then I go off and I do my own thing and I work on my own thing and I'm, um, I've got a few tips on that later on um, 
Then later on at night, I will look at the video from Dr. John Campbell on YouTube, and that will just give me an idea as well. And it is just to get an idea. I mean, of course, if people are interested and, you know, they, they won't be prone to that kind of panic, and people do want to watch a lot of things, and of course, by all means. But again, this is about minimizing uh, stress and trying not to make it worse, because at the end of the day, there's very little we can control other than what we can do, which is a main point I'm going to make later as well. So that's about the news. Uh, second, yep, like I just said, just come to my main point. Uh, one of my main points, sorry. Uh, focus only what you can on what you can do. So you know that there's only so much we can control in this situation, you know, um, and I think, well, as the government's advice are in the world, the, the advice going around the world is to, you know, that the social distancing, self-isolation and keep indoors. And as long as we all follow that, we're doing the most we can to prevent this getting any worse. Um, so what can we do to kind of bring our minds away from the speculation then? So there's a few tips here. Uh, first of all, if you're working from home, so um, if in your company you can do remote work, um, focus on that. I mean, as obvious as that sounds, um, just get into that. Um, it takes your mind off things. And if you're doing a typical work day, then that's plenty of time to get focused on that. So that's work-wise. Um, and if you're not working, um, focus on what you can get income support-wise. Now, in the UK, our government is giving... A lot of support. They're putting a lot of money into the system to support those who are self-employed. I myself, I'm a musician. I'm a, a professional musician who works on cruise ships and things like that. So, of course, I'm unable to work due to the pandemic. So, um, they've released the our UK government have released a scheme which will um, average your yearly income over three years and give you eighty percent of that wage which is uh, a pretty good thing won't be paid till june but i think they backtrack it anyway also there's options in the uk like universal credits and things like that um they there's certain requirements i think they do still require you to look for some temporary work i'm not sure how much they require you to look into considering you know the situation and everything uh, you'll have to look into that a little bit more yourselves um if you're listening from a country outside the UK, I'm not entirely sure what the other countries' benefit systems are like, but just look to see what kind of support you can get and just keep your focus on that. Um, all that aside, uh, when you're out getting groceries or um, if you are a key worker going out to work, which thank you very much if you are, we really appreciate you, um, just making sure you're, again, fulfilling your responsibilities by social distancing and washing and sanitizing your hands regularly because... You know, this is an airborne disease. It's very, very easily caught through droplets in the air and on surfaces and things like that. Also on the subject of supermarkets and things like that, just refrain from panic buying. Now, that's that's become almost a, an international meme about toilet roll. Um, people are going, people were going out and panic buying toilet roll. And for some reason, it was mostly toilet roll that was just sold out all the time. Still, I've heard a few things as to why that is, but uh, again, nothing concrete. Um, but yeah, of course, I mean, that's that's kind of a problem of a week ago. I don't think people, they put measures in place for that now to not do that. I think supermarkets don't let you buy more than three items at a time uh, of the same item. Um, so I think that's a preventative measure anyway. So the key takeaway from that is um, just try and focus on your own situation. Make sure you can keep afloat during this time. And if you, when you do need to go out for groceries or for your key worker, just making sure, just focusing on making sure you're fulfilling your part. 
if you're not working at all, again, um, take this time to learn something new. Now, this is um, this is one of my most the most important points of this podcast. Um, it's uh, because although I mentioned you can focus on your work and you can focus on going out and keeping a social distance, that's still quite stressful to do because it reminds you of what the heck's going on with the world right now. So the key thing here is, um, and I've mentioned this as if you're not working on my blog, but actually this is for anybody really. Um, this is this is time that we can use. It, it's in its. I've been having a conversation with quite a few people about this. In the least disrespectful way possible, this is a very strange blessing in disguise for the lucky people um, of us. And the reason I say that is because we now have the time, because um, there's nothing else we can be doing right now. We have the time to spend time with the people who are already indoors with us, of course, and also to learn something new or to work on an existing skill or something like that. So the best way to make use of our time we have in self-isolation is actually learning something new. Now, the reason I say something new is because the excitement and the, the passion put into something you've always wanted to learn, I mean, that's something you get engrossed in. It's very fulfilling because if you're just doing something that you're not really into, it's it's kind of the same as watching TV all day, you know? So it's if you any of you have any kind of passion or skill you really want to work on, now's the time to get started. Um and that's it. That brings us to another point. Um, deliver things like deliveries and I don't know from like Amazon and stuff. Uh, as far as I'm aware, they're still going. I think you can still order things. Cause I think obviously services. Um, well, not so obviously at this actually. Um, the virus lasts on services, but I think it's all <clears throat> sorted on the mail side. I don't know, but they still allow, they still allow deliveries. So if you need to order anything, maybe this is a time to do it before they cut that supply off. Oh no. So. But yeah, as I said, uh, to generalise that, learning does keep us focused and productive and it just to make the best use of our time. So yeah, dust off that guitar or piano and just get learning. Okay, the next one is something actually um, I've had a lot of CBA with recently, um, even though I do exercise on a regular basis. Exercise and eat as well as you can. Now notice I'm not saying exercise every day or eat well every single day. You know, it's... We're stuck inside all day. We're gonna we're gonna go a bit insane if we try and push ourselves too hard. But um, it is still essential to exercise and eat well. Um, the phrase "you are what you eat" is a very very old saying, and it is true for the most part, in my opinion, um, because of like nutrients and things like that. Um, like things like junk food is fun, and it can also um, it can spike metabolism, and in some ways, I've heard it can help with weight loss. Again, not confirmed. But um, it's it's fun to eat, and it's a break. It's just a break from like a routine for yourself. So as much as it's fun to eat, it's just empty. It's just empty calories, really. It's just a heck of a load of calories, and there's just no nutritional value, really. Um, so and it just makes you groggy. And if you and every now and again is fine. But then if you like me and myself, actually, when I was um, suffering quite a lot with my OCD, I used to eat about five McDonald's a, uh, a week. And over time, it just made my mind more groggy. And I never exercised. I just ate junk food, got in from work, sat on the couch, ate junk food, just repeat the cycle. So it is vital. Uh, it is very easy to slack, like I said. Uh, when you suddenly have lots of free time, it's very easy to just get into bad habits. And it's something we do have to fight against a lot. Um, it is important to keep our bodies and minds in shape. Um, especially now with this worry out there, worried about our loved ones, about ourselves, things like that. But exercise does help 
um, both of those. You can find innumerable studies on this subject. Um, too much for even for me to go into, even on the blog. Um, I do have an ebook that I'm due to release um, soon. I'll keep everyone posted on that one, which actually goes into more detail as to why, with studies showing um, why it is effective for mental and physical health. I mean, the physical seems obvious, but um, mental health is the one that's less understood. Um, if you are a total beginner or if you've never exercised before, that's absolutely fine. You can start new. I've actually linked on my blog a um, NHS resource, NHS Live Well, and they have like an exercise bit. And they have like things like Couch to 5K, which helps absolute beginners start and getting into the exercise. And it is a routine. You know, the first, always the first week of exercise you're going to hate and you're not going to want to do it, but you just have to do it anyway. Because once you get into that routine and once you get into the flow of things, um, it, it's 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 way easier and then you start feeling the positive effects mentally you have way more energy than you did before and that's how it all starts basically so yeah make sure we um, exercise somewhat eat as well as we can you know get the greens in um get just you know i mean i say sometimes you just want to take out and takeouts are still going i think and it's yeah i mean I, i'm i'm predicting a domino's is going to come my way anytime soon <laughs> i'm kind of craving it at the minute but uh for the time being i'm eating as well as i can okay the next point i'm going to make is uh make time to relax and don't feel guilty about it now this is an interesting one because as i've uh, talked to a few friends of mine and there's a lot of guilt behind just finally taking the time to relax you know um fellow musicians of mine they're quite you know productive and perfectionistic and we like to make sure we're always on top of our game but we do just need to relax sometimes you know we need to we got again we got this time um the situation is a lot on us there's a lot of stress a lot of anxiety a lot of worry we've all been through a lot and especially key workers i mean the nhs nurses and doctors working round the clock and they've they have no time to relax and it is it is a shame and they they deserve everything really um but for those of us who do have a bit more time um whether we can help in the situation or not so whether we can volunteer or work or anything we always just make sure we give ourselves a break from the stress as much as we can it's an opportunity to spend time to ourselves and with the family living with us at home and actually to really appreciate what we have so make sure you do take that time uh, and the final couple of points i want to make on uh minimizing stress um is about the anxiety itself anxiety is a very very tricky thing um it comes you'll find it comes in waves quite a lot um i find that especially but uh, we have to acknowledge these feelings of anxiety and just know it's going to pass as cheesy and cliche as that going to pass thing sounds uh it's because it's true it's cliche for a reason you know these things do pass and we've survived pandemics before we'll survive it again um so yeah it's important to not run away from your feelings to make them worse. And anxiety is a really tricky one. It's self-sustaining. So um, what that means is we fear a situation. So our brain goes, okay, let's avoid that situation. So we avoid it. But then that reinforces that fear because our brain thinks we've avoided danger by avoiding it because of fear. So it, it's it's a vicious cycle. I mean, of, of, of course, we don't want to be going outside to face our fears because we can't, because there's a global pandemic going on right now. Um, but yeah, acknowledge them. Like, you kind of do have to, it's a really strange one, you kind of do have to be friends with anxiety because you've got to remember deep down, anxiety at a very basic level is there trying to protect you. Your brain's just going, okay, I have to, there's something going on somewhere and I have to, make sure I'm tense so I can react in time, the fight or flight response, which is actually called the fight, flight or freeze response because 
some of you might have noticed, um, if you if you get scared, you can sometimes freeze. Your brain freezes, your body freezes. It's just you can, and that's actually a totally normal reaction. So running away from the feelings makes them worse. Um, the very famous saying in popular culture is what you resist persists. And it is very true because um, pushing them away means you don't want them. So you're wanting to not have it, which means you're kind of bringing them in. It's a complicated process, but just <laughs> um, try not to resist it too much. It's totally understandable that you're worried right now, you know. Um, it is okay to be scared. Back to the main topic. Uh, this is a world crisis, but just remember you're not alone either. There's a lot of us in this situation that, well, everybody is facing this situation. And just know that your anxiety is a perfectly normal reaction to this. Um, take it as it comes, you know, um, anyone of us that's listening to this who is who is prone to anxiety like myself, it's about um, if anyone has been getting treatment or is currently getting treatment, it's about using those techniques and making sure you're sticking to a d daily plan with that. Remember to breathe, and I used to find, I used to have, um, when someone told me to like breathe because of uh, anxiety, like, oh, okay, just breathe, just breathe, I found it quite patronizing. It's almost like they're saying you couldn't handle things yourself when you just need to remember to take a breath. But actually, I, I don't feel like that anymore because remember, anxiety is a physical reaction as well as it is a mental. So, when what you're doing, when you're breathing deep and breathing long, you're calming your body down. So your brain goes, okay, the body's relaxed now, so maybe there's not something to be so worried about. You know, it's it's all responses. And it does. It works. You know, you have to take those deep breaths. And they say, don't forget to breathe. Don't forget to breathe. You know, this is a time, this is a panicking time, and there's always, there's that lingering anxiety in the background, make friends with that, just remember to breathe, and remember this is just a completely normal reaction to what's going on. Now, it's not very helpful, I, I wish I could just say how to get rid of anxiety and make you feel better, but the truth is, we do kind of need anxiety, like, it, it's a good thing, it, it, it helps us out a little bit, it's when it goes overboard, and that is just all habitual and it can be you know and and there's like serious anxiety disorders which is just uh are beyond that and they they do need treatment and uh, a lot of people do get help with that and uh, it turns their lives around so but anyway for for on the most part just be fine with anxiety and just be aware of it just see it for what it is and almost like be grateful for it just say thank you brain for looking out for me uh, i don't need you to do that just um i am going to be alert but thank you anyway you find it doesn't take as much grip on you the final thing i wanted to talk is it is very important i mean all these po uh, points are important um anyway but this one is uh touches home a bit keep talking so, um, you know, we're practicing social distance now. Um, you know, we're living with, you might be living alone or you might be living with uh, roommates or family, but uh, it's important to keep talking to each other, you know, and especially online. I mean, we, we live in an age now where we are in a way better position to keep in touch with each other. So stay in touch in line with all your family and friends. I found that I'm actually talking to my friends more than I did without this. So it's starting to make me appreciate them more and my family as well, and we're looking out for each other. New group chats have revived from the dead. Um, I've unmuted <laughs> uh, I've unmuted some group chats um, to keep things going, and just talking to people, and you realising what you kind of missed. You know, it's very easy to get in with your work. I mean, I work abroad a lot of the time, so I mute a lot of group chats. Uh, 
reason one is because I don't want any notifications waking me up at four in the morning when it's like 6 p.m. their time. But mostly as well, just because like, I know when you're abroad and you're not really, you don't relate to things back home as much anymore. And that's quite a difficult point to understand if um, if you don't travel too much. But, um, but anyway, uh, besides the point, um, just keep in touch with people. Um, it, like like I mentioned before, um, if you do suffer from things like anxiety and depression, make sure you do talk to people, you know, um, and I'm sure there'll be health professionals offering their services still. Of course, it's a bit swamped with the coronavirus going around, but there'll still be people out there to talk to if you do need to talk. Um, and it's just very important we just manage our mental health in general. And, you know, we are social creatures and social distancing is not a natural thing for us to be told to do. So just keep in touch. I try and keep in touch with my friends, family and friends every single day. Um, and, um, by stay, keep talking, make sure you, uh, make sure you have a laugh with it as well. I mean, it's not a funny situation we're going through, but you do kind of have to just laugh your way through it sometimes, you know, and, um, share funny things and pictures and things like that and just keep each other entertained and it and it just helps it really does and it just helps you cope with what's going on so uh, to conclude today i just wanted to just remind everyone that we are all in this together so um just to summarize what i've been talking about just focus on what we can control because there's so much we can't focus on what we can do take the time to relax because um, we may not get this much time again you know or i'll have no real excuse to do it so to speak um, focus on something new, if it's something you wanted to try, now's the time to do it, and stay in touch with all your friends and family, this will pass, you know, it's not going to be forever, um, you know, there are things in place to help us, and, uh, the lockdown, and think of the lockdown as more a preventative measure, as well as anything, it means that, um, we're stopping this virus in its tracks by not spreading it between each other, so, so yeah, so keep, keep, keep indoors as much as possible um but also just look after yourselves um acknowledge your anxiety for what it is it's fine to be scared totally okay to be scared this is this these are scary times but just make sure you minimize stress in all other areas okay well thank you very much for all for listening i spent actually today completely redesigning the self-help place website so you can check that out the selfhelpplace.com and you'll hear the outro of this podcast where i'm going to tell you that again so uh, i'm still used to, still new to this podcast business so you'll have to forgive that um but yeah take care of yourselves and um tune in for next time bye-bye thank you for tuning in please visit the website theselfhelpplace.com for more information